Because it's like, I don't know, I just feel weird saying, hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Joe Longo, and this is the Joe Longo Show. Well, thanks you have for, the Gary V. Thanks for watching. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Like, there's, and I don't want just to have like some kind of random name where it's, I don't, I don't know. And like, unless a name really like just jumped into my head, then like, ah. Uh, but it hasn't happened, so I'm just gonna go with this is the Joe Longo Show. This is Teresa Cantley. This is the Joe Longo Show. Yeah. So. This is Joe Longo. I, I am. I'm that guy. And we are in the upstairs of the Red Stag. Yes, McCarthy's Red, Red Stag. McCarthy's Red Stag Club. I was here doing a photo shoot of some sweaters and all kinds of things. And I've been working with Teresa now for a couple of years. Yeah, oh my God. Wild. Yeah. And I wanted to have Teresa on because she's inspiring. And I'm honored to be on. Ah, thank you. And you work with small businesses and folks like me and like the pub helping put the businesses out there, helping organize. Tell us. Tell, tell everybody. Us. What do you do, Teresa? I help people <laughs> fix stuff, basically. Um, I help uh, small businesses, local businesses. I used to, um, I've worked for entrepreneurs my entire career. Um, I have never worked for like a big giant corporation. I've always worked for um, individual businesses, um, either like small entrepreneurial businesses or smaller businesses that were bigger, like over 50 employees, but were still owned by, you know, entrepreneurs. They were never sold to a public mm -hmm. company. So I've been exposed to that my entire career. And so I've always had um, this passion for helping small businesses really get up and running and <clears throat> get their brand out there um, and, you know, be better leaders and, um, you know, really learn how to be distinct in this, you know, giant, like, sea of business. Mm -hmm. so, um, so that's what I do. I mean, I, I go in and I help. Um, small businesses, particularly brick and mortar. Um, I used to own a small business, a brick and mortar business myself. I had my first business was a retail store, um, and um, I really just helped them build. Um, you know, a lot of businesses that I work with are struggling. Mm -hmm. um, they've been in business for a while, and they're not really sure kind of the next step to take. Um, they're not really sure how to bring their business online. Um, so I kind of blend some corporate strategy with digital strategy because I have, um, you know, an online uh, mm -hmm. business myself and kind of blend that together and help them to figure out what makes them unique, makes them distinct, and then just build a better business. Yeah. So one of the things that I really love about working with you is not because it's just fun, but a struggle that I get when small businesses reach out, they don't understand the value of the images. So it's great when Teresa calls, I was like, I got someone that needs some photos. I don't have to worry about really educating that business owner on the value, because you've already taken care of it. No, like, here's a budget, here's a budget for the project, this is what we're gonna do. And it's great, because part of my job that I dislike is that, is like educating the consumer on the actual value of the images that we're creating. And it's more than just pressing a button. Oh, it's totally more. And like, what is going to then come from 
the images that, that we make. Like, how are those? The goal is to make images that will then bring people into your business or sell the product that you're selling or get people into your yoga studio. But there's always a disconnect with that person thinking like, but no, you're just taking you're just taking a couple snapshots, right? Well, and that's what people that's what people think. And even when I start working with them, you know, their initial thing that they say to me is, I wanna make I'm gonna make more money. So but what we do is we start from inside and work out. So we really start with what they're passionate about and really like what their brand is about and that starts with you know why they're in business what they're passionate about what they want to help people with even if you're a retail store or a restaurant there is always something that sets you apart that you're really passionate about that can help other people mm -hmm. and we really focus a lot on that before we do absolutely anything else so by the time it gets to we want to get pictures done they fully understand that the better the pictures that you have and you work with somebody as talented as you, you. who can really bring that light out in someone um, and really bring that that meaning to the business I mean that's just it's it's so key because that's what is going to communicate their brand to people who have never ever stepped foot in their business mm -hmm. is those images so to have a very talented photographer who can Pull that out who understands the brand and can really you know pull that out visually is so important you know because that's going to tell the story without words mm -hmm. that tells the story without people like I said ever setting stepping foot into that physical business or that physical location yeah. so um, you know and when we build websites people should get an idea of who you are and what you're about and how you can help them mm -hmm. without even talking to you yeah. so images like that, telling that story through a visual is so key. Your website, because you have your own business. So you, you, it's like you have a business, but it's really multiple businesses within a business. Can you, would we say that? Is that the right thing to say? Yeah, I guess. We, yes. Because it, it, I feel like you work with businesses, but you're also you're it's, you're a coach. Yes, I am. And you're coaching people as well as businesses. I am. I am. My. Um, my thing is the thing that I'm very passionate about. We just had somebody ask me this question downstairs. Um, but the thing that I'm passionate about is helping people to communicate and connect and interact um, better, um, to appreciate each other's uniqueness within a business and then beyond with their customers and their community um, and bring that emotion back. Because if we do that and it starts within a business with the team, flows out to the customers, ultimately, you know, you do that and everybody's interacting positively and communicating and connecting, then it flows out to the world and it makes the world a better place. Mm -hmm. So you start small and it has such a tremendous impact. And when I work with people, I want to work with people who want to be that change. Um, you know, there are a lot of people out there and fear runs their life. Uh, and really, business and being an entrepreneur and having a business, it's 90% mindset, 10% tactic and strategy. Uh -huh. And, you know, I want to work with people who want to be that change, who want to build a better business and be a lead, like be a better leader and build teams versus somebody who just solely cares about, like, I just want to make money. Uh -huh. You know? And like I said, there's that, like, that fear that just runs people's lives and keeps them stuck yeah. and that's the thing that you have to break through.
don't want to be stuck. That's you do not want to be stuck. That's a horrible place. <laughs> that's like with, you know, with all of this and the 30 day project. Like, sure, there was in the back of my mind, like, this is a way to market myself and put myself out there. But it was really just to connect with people and share the story and just have a conversation because I enjoy having conversations. And it's a beautiful so, project. It's a, like a beautiful, I mean, I've watched probably every single one that you've done. Thank you. And I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing to hear people's stories, um, stories of inspiration, things that, you know, you connect with and have inspired you. And I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's so important to do that. And I think yeah. it's important to be able to share that, yeah, there are times I'm afraid, or the person that I'm talking to, you know, has that fear, but how did you get through it? Like, what was that motivation? What did you do to move through it? So hopefully the people are watching, if you have that piece of fear <laughs> in you, know that, like, other people did it. Like, it's doable. And there are definitely times when, I'm not going to lie, I'll look right in the camera, when this sucks. When running your own it's business, it's not pretty. It's not but pretty. <laughs> there's so many benefits as well, and you just kind of have to keep looking at the the benefits that come along with it. But there is this side that no one sees. Oh, totally. Yeah. Everybody goes through it, and you know you're right. It sucks. It totally sucks. And you know people look at like successful entrepreneurs, and they think to themselves, "Oh yeah, they got their shit together." I love it, Kirsten. Yeah, yeah, you totally curse. Like, uh oh, is this like this is my show? You for can... kids only? No, not at all. Uh, but people look at that and they're like, oh yeah, they had their shit together, and they think, oh, they, they that person just had luck this whole time. Uh uh, didn't work that way. You know, everybody has gone through fear. Everybody has made mistakes. Everybody has failures. But it's only how you frame it. Um, you know, the fear. Believe me, I've I've been through all kinds of stuff afraid and when you lean into that fear you recognize it don't fight it uh -huh. and when you lean into it that's how you build courage when you do things afraid and people want to run the other direction because they're afraid and fear shows up in all different ways it shows up as hiding uh -huh. like not wanting to put yourself out there it shows up as blaming people for up for things instead of taking responsibility yourself it shows up as um, you know, wanting to kind of keep everything to yourself and not get help. I mean, fear shows up in, in all kinds of different goofy ways. But the more you can lean into it, the more you can build your courage. Um, the more mistakes you make and failures you have. I mean, I used to look at things, and it was funny because, let me back up, when I was in corporate, my big thing that I always kind of embraced and said, this, this is an amazing thing to do, is I would always tell people, I will never ever let you fail. I would, I would tell my, the owner of the company, I won't let you fail. So what I would do is I would kill myself. I would like totally like work crazy hours on presentations and do presentations over and over and over again because I didn't want them to fail, which is absolutely asinine. Because from failure, the more you fail, you know, fail fast, fail forward, fail often, or whatever it is, uh -huh. the more you do that, the more you learn, the more blessings you see, the more lessons you see, the better you can do things so that you can really start to shift your perspective. Yeah. And for years, I hid behind that, and that is what kept me stuck. Oh. That is what
is what kept me stuck. Yeah. It, and I know, like I've learned, I've had photo shoots that have been nightmares. And I can look at them and say they're failures, but I've also learned from those mistakes and those failures photo shoot wise. And it's not that the images turned out bad, it was just the experience of the way the project unfolded was a failure. You know, and it turned into like what could have been a simple project turned into a headache. I think our first one together was like that. It may have been, but we learned from it. You we know? did. And then that learning goes to every other client that I work with. Like I've had, you know, video experiences that have been horrible just because of ill planning, you know, and just not planning the right way of how, how the shoots would go. But I took that instead of being like, oh man, I take all of that now and make sure that when I'm moving into new projects, I address those problems. This is the first thing. You're like, we need to make sure that these things are taken care of. So, because I don't ever want to go through those no. experiences again. So, sure, it was horrible when those experiences happened, oh. but it also taught me so much to make sure that they would not happen. Again. It feels like you're moving through like mud. Yes. Like it feels, it feels like you're pushing a boulder uphill, and it feel. I mean, and you just keep falling and falling falling and just I remember several times when I just kept having mistake after mistake after mistake situations like that where it was like failure after failure after failure and I got so stuck in my head and I was like I am the worst entrepreneur on this planet. Well you know who else said that? Sarah Blakely and now she you know the, the founder of Spanx and she's uh -huh. like a bajillionaire. So I'm like, okay, if she thinks she's the worst entrepreneur ever, I might not be so, like, okay, I'll be the worst entrepreneur ever too. Because mm -hmm. who, I, maybe I'll be a billionaire one day. But, you know, you, we get so stuck in our head and we think, you know, we have those things that happen. And so many people think that success is like linear. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be, you're gonna have success, 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 every month, you know, revenue, revenue, revenue. And when you don't see that, we think we suck, we're horrible, you know, like we're never going to do this, this is never going to work, everything we do doesn't work, I'm so far behind. And in actuality, you know, we go through those mistakes, we go through those experiences. And our success, it kind of goes like this because we're learning. Once we, we realize those lessons and we shift our mindset, it goes like a hockey stick. And then, you know, I mean, I know many people who the first two quarters, the first half of the year to like the first three quarters have all kinds of stuff that goes wrong. And then the last quarter, they do the majority of their business. Mm -hmm. And people don't, like they don't realize that. You know, when people have experiences where things fail and they don't go, go right and they think, I shouldn't be doing this, and they quit. Mm -hmm. You know, so like you've had bad experiences with your photo shoots but you've learned a lot and you've mm -hmm. made it better, you know? And that's the, that's the best thing is that, like I, I would, I am not, I don't regret any experience I've had. I've had some pretty, I've had some doozies. <laughs> I, I've probably made every mistake out in the book. I mean, I had to close my first business. We ended up closing my retail store, but I don't regret, I used to think I was such a failure because I had to close a business. I mean, that killed my heart. 
But what I failed to realize is that that experience and all the other mistakes that I've made, I, don't, I wouldn't trade any of them because they've made me the person that I am today. They've made me a better business person. And they've also helped me to be able to help other people. Because if I didn't have those experiences, I couldn't help people the same way that I do now. And I think so many people fail to realize that. What were we talking about? We were talking about <laughs> mistakes and failures. Mistakes and failures. So let's talk about positive things. Not that the mistakes <laughs> and failures are positive, I'm just playing. Um, so I was on your website. Yes. Because this is, you know, very new for me, even the 30 days was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know anything about interviewing people, which is, well, that's kind of a lot. I took a journalism course in college. Oh, well, there long, you go. Long, long, long time ago. I don't remember anything. I remember like the who, what, when, where, why, but that's about it. But anyway, <laughs> I was trying, trying to get better. And that's make, all you need. And make, exactly, <laughs> and make these interviews a little more, you know, give you all some more value in the interview. So I was on your website looking to see what you're up to and what's happening and what you have going <laughs> that on. That was our first photo shoot. All those photos were from our first I know, your shoot. website looks beautiful. You <laughs> wonder who that photographer Thank was. Thank you. <laughs> that photographer, I gotta look him up. I gotta look him up he's, and call him. He's pretty neat. <laughs> um, but you have a bunch of stuff going on. And you, so along with helping the businesses, you. People, you have online courses. Yes, I do. You have a newsletter. Did you sign up for Teresa's newsletter? You get some free goodies. I have lots of free goodies. All the free goodies. Yes, all the stuff. Yeah. So it's more than just, which I, I enjoy that about you. Like it's more than just like, oh, I'm just working with businesses. You also have all of these other little things, but they're all really under that same umbrella of helping. Yes. And really giving back and helping people find I forget how it was worded on your site. Reignite your passion? Yeah, re um, I've said it so many different ways. But yeah, like so many people that I work with, and I think it's just the universe that brings us together is that I've experienced burnout myself many times over. Um, and most of the, a lot of the people that I work with have either gone through or going through burnout. So they've lost that passion. So how do you, what, what is something you can tell someone out there that lost their passion that they can, what's a little tip for someone to try to reignite it? Because it happens to me, there are times where I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> we you all know? Like that. I want to take pictures, but sometimes I'm like, I don't want to take pictures for you. No. <laughs> no, I go, I go through, I'm like, I ask myself, am I crazy? Like, am I seriously crazy for doing this? I think I'm like, not so no. Yeah. So what what would you tell me if I'm like, you know what, Teresa, I don't want I don't want to do, I don't want to take a picture anymore. I'm, I'm tired. I want to take a nap. <laughs> the first, actually, the first thing that I always tell people, and I've done it myself, is you just have to stop, like literally, just stop, mm -hmm. and go back to, and sometimes it's really hard to do it, but to go back to why, what could you out of bed in the morning? Um, you know, what, what is that why, you know, what gets you out of bed? Like my mentor says, you know, I like, you create a sales page and 
and you give it to me and I totally like red market, make it, you know, and you might get pissed off and I'm gonna throw your laptop out the window. Like what is it that we'll take a break again. We have we have some, some people pop out. We are at a bar in the upstairs room, so it's about to have some, some people pop in. And I just want to well we're on this. Yes. Cheers. Yes. This is a shout out to Natalie Levin because when Teresa saw the episode with Natalie yes. and saw that you were drinking wine, as soon as I asked Teresa, she's like, are, are we allowed to drink wine? Do we have wine? I was like, you drank wine with Natalie, so you have to drink wine with me. Well, not wine, but whatever you want. Yeah. Your, your drink of choice. So cheers. <clears throat> yes, and Natalie is one of my favorite people on this planet too, as well as you. Pisces. We yeah, have exactly. to sit together. Exactly. We have to, we have to swim together. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. so coming back, <laughs> coming back, coming back to the after the burnout, the burnout. Yes. Um, so I tell people like, first of all, just stop. Second of all, like, what is it that gets gets you out of bed in the morning? And it's not like what you're passionate about as far as what you're doing, but why you're doing it. Okay. So for me, you know, one of the reasons why I'm doing this is um, I have a couple different reasons. Um, but one of my whys that gets me out of bed in the morning is, um, you know, I had a very serious brain trauma. So the fact that I was given um, a second chance at life and I was not taken from this planet, um, which I could have been with that whole situation. Um, I mean, when that happened, and every time I've gone through burnout or I've gone through something major, a major failure and a major like thing my ability to be resilient um, and come back from it bounce back from it is because I know in my heart and my soul that you know God the universe put me on this planet to make a difference and to have a huge impact so as I've gone through burnout like I remember you know what I went through when I had that brain trauma and how long it took me to come back from that and that yes I was given that second chance and I was given that second chance to I knew that I was put on this planet to make a giant difference so I come back to that and I remember that and I also remember how stressed out I was before that happened and I want to help other people not be that stressed not have that just that depression and just such a dark place. Like I want to help them to move forward from that. So plus, also, you know, my ultimate goal is me and my husband and I have worked so hard all our lives. Like I want to be able to retire him early and be able to. He's a cancer survivor. Um, I want to be able to like live the life that we've always designed. So I mean, that's part of it too. Beyond teaching people marketing, teaching people digital strategy, having a retail business before, you know, and, and wanting to help. Beyond that, it comes back to, I know that I was put on this planet to make a difference, to help people um, in some way, to, to improve the human condition, you know? So I always come back to that. And Your to, personal legend. My, you yes, will. exactly. So it's from The Alchemist. It if is you haven't read it, go best read it. ever right? book. It's been popping up. Best ever. A lot. Like, I've read it a long time ago, and I was like, wow. 
this is so good. But for some reason, like it, it happens, like the last couple of weeks, it's kind of just been popping up. But everything you just said, that really, yeah. that's like what it is. It's your personal it legend. It is your personal legend. And so people, so many people are so concerned about what other people, and I used to be like this, what other people will say about them uh -huh. and let other people dictate what they're gonna do with their life right. instead of following that passion. So for, like I said, for me, when I've gone through burnout, i that's what I tap back into. Uh -huh. Why am I doing this? Right. And then I start going into the part of my why of you know what I do and what I'm passionate about. And that normally like snaps me out of it. And I think that's one thing because I, I've been through, like I said, I, I had to close the business, I've been through, you know, medical stuff and, and the situation with my husband and his cancer and so the thing that has kept me going is my ability to be resilient because I know that I was put on this planet for a bigger purpose. Funny story about Paulo Coelho, uh -huh. the guy who wrote The Alchemist. So um, I worked, I did uh, one of Brandon Bouchard's programs and I went to a live event. He worked with Paulo Coelho and he's, Paulo Coelho was like, oh, Brendan, Brendan, you know, oh, I love you. I love, and he's like, Paulo, he's like, your work is so amazing. And he's like, yes, but you know, I need to get myself out there. And Brendan said, well, Paulo, and it was just really funny because he was like, well, Paulo, he's like, people don't see you. And he's like, well, why? And he goes, because they think you're dead. Huh. Funny huh. story that he told at this, and he worked with Paulo, I don't know exactly what he did with him, to really like get him out there and get him seen and get him, you know. And it's it's funny because when I, when I first heard about Paulo Coelho, I think he was like an 18th century. Same. Like when I got the alchemist, I'm like, how old is this book? This book should have been in my life forever. Where yeah. did this come from? Why were you all keeping it from me? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, the dude is still alive. I'm oh, telling you. I can tag him on the Instagram. We were sitting, we were sitting when, when, when Brendan told that story when we were at this live event. Like, we were sitting there, and I turned to my husband, and I was like, oh my god, I didn't realize, like, I thought he was like an 18th century, like, person, to mm -hmm. hope, but no. It's kind of just that name does it as well. Yeah, he's got such an awesome name, but, um, you know, Brendan said, talking about Paulo Coelho, um, he was telling, like, everybody that was at this event that that man is happy, like, he lives, like, happiness, like, he just embraces and lives and fully is all into, which I'm totally about, that, that what is your, your personal legend, like, what is that dream that you want to live, and you know, once you figure out what that vision is that you have for yourself and for your life, you have to live from that every day. So many people say, once I have X amount of money, then I will do such and such, and then I will be, you know, a successful entrepreneur. Right. It don't work that way, that's backwards. So you need to be that person first, have that vision, live from it every day. And then that's the doing. So you're taking inspired action, and then you'll have. Yeah, you have to own it and yeah. act as if it's here. Absolutely. Already. Yesterday in my meditation class, we did a meditation on abundance. And as we were getting ready to roll into the meditation, I told everyone to think of like a statement as, I am so happy and thankful that. I am so happy and grateful that X, Y, and Z is happening. Or X amount of money is in my bank account but not saying, oh my goodness, God, please help me. I need you to help me. Yeah. And instead of that, like, begging, be like, no, I'm in communion with God, the creator, the source, 
And I am so happy and thankful that I am co-creating with you and all of this is coming back into my life. But I, I'm always curious as to like, how that happened to our species. Like how did, who came up with the idea of like the praying begging instead of, no, no, I'm so happy and thankful this is already here. And like that simple shift in, in that thinking and that logic would change everything. It's, I also say this a lot in my yoga workshops. I feel that we're born. The doctor gets us, gets slapped on the ass, you're handed to your parents, and all of a sudden it's like you're a sinner. You better start begging for forgiveness oh, totally. because you're, you're screwed. Like you are going to go to hell and you better start begging for forgiveness right now. Instead of, think about this, when you're born, celebrating that child not saying they're a sinner well, and they're going to rot in hell and saying you're created in the image and likeness of God, you can do anything you want. You know, that sim simple wording, flip it around a little bit and everything would change. But then we're brought up in like these different religions that literally like push you down and like now nah, you suck and you better go pray some more because life sucks and you suck and you're going to keep on sucking because you're supposed to suffer and then maybe if you're lucky you might, you know, end up in heaven. Good luck. Yeah, and it's like... You know, instead of being like, no, this is heaven right now, right here. Do it, go out, and really... Well, that's that whole, like, instead of living in the moment, being present. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, celebrating what you have right now. Like, people are so focused on, you know, what's in the future. Right. Or, like, they focus on the past. Mm -hmm. yep. And that's where people get so, you know, kind mm -hmm. of messed up in that thinking. And think... Like, like you said, you know, like I, like I'm born and it's like, oh, you're a sinner, you're gonna do bad, you da da. And life is hard. And, and life is and hard. Life is supposed to be hard. And, 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 and then, you know, you need to work. <laughs> you just suck it up and work. And maybe, just maybe, you can retire that's, and take that vacation to the Jersey Shore. And that's what we're taught. <laughs> we are taught, and a lot of businesses that I work with, um, business owners, they are, like, we are taught, because I was taught this. You work hard and you hustle. Mm -hmm. You work longer hours, you have to stay and you have to work your butt off, and then you'll be successful. Right. Instead of, all right, let's find a better way. Uh -huh. And why, why does it have to be that hard? Exactly. Why does the work have to be so hard? Exactly. I mean, we're taught in school that you have to ask permission for everything. And we're taught in school, again, you well, work hard, you get right. the grades. You know. And school is so broken. <clears throat> oh. So, because you're literally, you're, you're not, taught how to think, you're taught how to obey, follow orders and work. Exactly. It, it, it's And being it's an broken. entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur <laughs> is actually completely polar opposite than that. Mm -hmm. Completely. But it's funny because a lot of entrepreneurs are waiting for permission from like God or the universe or whatever, like a sign to literally pop up and say, okay, you can do this. Right. Sometimes I even take a sticky note and like if I'm working with somebody and I'm getting that sense, I, right, this is your sign. And then like give them the sticky note and say, okay, here you go, there's your sign, there's your permission slip, go, like do it. Right. You know, because they're so afraid to like make that jump or do whatever. Because like I said, we're taught that we have to ask for permission. Right. We're taught that, you know, we have to go in a specific order and right. stay inside that box. Stay inside and the box. Don't ask questions. <laughs> and 
Yeah, and like I used to say, I think it's on my website. I feel like about, we're getting very sarcastic here. Well, it's, like, it's on my, it's actually, it's on my website. Something about like people wanted me to fit into a box, and I was like, well, I got curves. I don't fit, I don't fit into a box. I feel like we have been, I don't know, ranting a little, which is great. I love it. I love it. Um, and since we're on this rant, not like he's ever gonna watch it. Gary Vaynerchuk and D-Rock, stop telling people to work for free. Stop it. Exactly. Um, you have value, <laughs> and that's another thing. People don't own their value. Right. So then they, they do. They end up giving away everything. We've all done it. We, we have. And the, 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 there's this horrible thing in the artistic creative world that for some reason, someone a long time ago said, you have to, you know, you have to build a portfolio, so you have to start working for no, you don't. Absolutely. If you're a young creative and you're out there and you need to build a portfolio, figure out what you want to create, call your friends and say, hey, let's go make some awesome shit and go do it. And then call your friends again and say, hey, I have another creative idea. I'm working on my portfolio. Let's go do it. And then you build that portfolio with your friends and family and just people doing, creating this kind of stuff that you want to do. And then take that portfolio and shop it around and charge people money for your creativity. Funny, hey. that, funny that you said that because that, that, is, that, that is something that I help people with is I help them to build their customer map. So to figure out their essential model. Okay, you're an artist. What can we start off with that is going to generate passive income mm -hmm. so that you can build your book of business, you know, or, or build your portfolio yeah. and, um, and think creatively about what you can do. So many people don't do that and then they end up, I mean, your art and your time is worth so much. So much. Yeah, it and should not. It should not be given away to anyone with the idea that oh, well, you're just building your portfolio or you're starting out. No, don't do it. Because not only are you hurting yourself, you're hurting the entire industry. Because then other businesses will just expect free or low cost work because Bob or Susie was building their portfolio and did it. Um, just something to think about, Gary, D-Rock. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. I'm gonna keep saying. yelling at them until one of them actually responds to me. Just saying. But so if we sign up for your newsletter, yes, there's six tips to re-energize. Yes. So how about you I've give us? Given you, I've already given you some. <laughs> we have a couple. All right. Well, then let's just refresh. Give us two tips. Okay. And then you get the rest. Dips when you sign up for Teresa's newsletter, and her link will be right around here somewhere. Right around. Right around. Right around here, floating in space. Yeah. Um, so the the first one is to discover what your why is. To really go back and discover why you're in business. It's not just solely to make money. Just like the pub that we're in, it's not just a pub. This it's place, not. no. This this place is all about the the higher purpose of it is all about creating a comfortable. Um, unique space for people to gather and have fun. That's what, and, and the whole art of storytelling comes into it beyond the, the amazing food and stuff that they have. So discover what your why is. That's number one. Number two is to figure out what it what it is that you do. A lot of businesses want to put more into their business instead of really figuring out what it is that they love to do that connects to that why and then get rid of the stuff that's not doing much. You know, more does not equal more revenue or whatever. Doing less is better. 
focusing on your zone of genius. Oh, zone of genius. Oh yes, your zone. Your zone, your one, your your one thing. So focus on your zone of genius, and then work from there. So discover what that is, and then there's more tips. Awesome, more tips. So tell everyone out there in whatever land they might be in, where can, where can everyone find you? I um, my website is TeresaCantley.com, um, and that's C A N T L E Y. It'll be right here. Yes, right here, <laughs> TeresaCantley.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram as Teresa Canley, um, and so I have an Instagram or the new IGTV channel, uh -huh. um, and I post some stories and stuff. I actually do a Instagram live every Monday morning just to give people something inspirational to focus on during the week because I used to hate Mondays. I used to dread them, and I don't want people to dread Mondays because Mondays are awesome. So Monday is my day. It's my CEO day. So that's the day that I brainstorm all my content, and I that's a creative thinking day. So every Monday I give an inspirational tip. And then you can also find me on Facebook at, it's, this is Goofy. Facebook did this, and I don't know why, it, with my personal page, but my business page is Teresa C. Cantley. Hmm. They made me do that. Bizarre. Thank you, Facebook. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. Hello, <laughs> Zucker. <laughs> um, so you can find me there too, you can follow me, um, and I also, I do a live um, show, live broadcast, every Wednesday and Friday, mostly. Sometimes I have to sneak it in on a Thursday, but you can find me there twice a week too. But there's lots of good content that you put in. Tons of good content, tons. Yeah. I, go, I go live and I talk about all kinds of stuff, from mindset to marketing to leadership to all kinds of things. And I am coming out with a new podcast. It's called Your Next Best Step. And when is that? Launching? Uh, right now. <laughs> Am I going to be on there? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I would not have it any other way. Awesome. Um, so my podcast, I am shooting for a launch date of August 1st. Sweet. So That's soon. That's really soon. It's something I've always wanted to do. Uh, video and doing, um, like talking to people and stuff is my, my favorite, like favorite things. I didn't realize how much I really, really enjoyed it until this whole thing. Oh my god. Totally. I love this. You love find it. out so much about people and people fascinate me. They always have. My grandfather, he was Polish, he used to always say, Teresa, why do you ask so many questions in his Polish accent, which I can't do. Um, so, but it's because I feel like people fascinate me. I love people, I love their stories, and I love learning. So, yeah, so you can, so I have that podcast coming out too. Um, and I also have a new three-part Facebook Live training series coming out July 30th, 31st, and August 1st, and it's all about how to beat burnout. I'll link all that stuff up in the description and show notes, if you will. Uh, thank you so much for taking oh the time to, to chat and have some beer and wine. This is awesome. And, uh, this is awesome, and I was when you asked me to do this, I was like, "Oh my God!" I was so honored Aww. to be like in the inspiration series. Well, you're inspirational. <laughs> you know, it was funny because as I like, you know, I had the, the 30 people that I was talking to, and then you know, weird algorithms. All of a sudden, all of your posts kept showing up, and I'm like, <laughs> I should ask Teresa because she's putting out some inspiring shit. This is good. Thank so you. So here we are. You know, you get to be in this new 
whatever it is thank you. happening. So it's, thank you. It's so funny that you say that because so many people, they put their content out and they're putting it out and they're putting it out and they're putting it out and they're saying, I'm not getting any, anybody watching it. I'm not getting anybody liking it. Keep doing it. You have to keep doing you it. You have to keep doing it because you never know what one person you're inspiring. Right, exactly. You never you'll know. might see it. And if you're not putting out the content, those silly algorithms are just going to be like, you know what, Joe's not putting anything out. So when he does put it out, we're not even going to show it to anybody because it's pointless. So you just have to keep going and keep going. And when you want to stop, don't. Just keep going. Yeah. You just have to, I mean, you just, you never know. You never know. I mean, I've had people like my page, like famous people, and I'm like, yeah, it's neat. Is that for real? Uh-huh. It's, it's super like, cool. We're like, oh, really? wow. Huh. And that's like a win. You're like, yes. Yeah, like. exactly. It's like, you know, I joke around a lot. I'm like, you know, I can't pay my, my gas bill with someone that is that next level likes a photo of mine. Or when I love it when other artists like my work because then I feel like, yeah. They're yeah. an artist and they get what I'm doing. And it's, it's like a it's, huge boost. Yeah. Huge boost. So, and it keeps me wanting to, to put it out. So don't stop. Keep going. No, keep going. Totally keep going. If you feel like, oh my God, I'm so far behind, shut that voice up, turn the channel, and start thinking about, you know, what's possible. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I love this. Thank you, everybody, for watching. <laughs> yes, thank you all for watching, and I'll see you next week. Peace out, I guess.